Hi there, everybody. Welcome back to The Goldberg Show. I have Devin with me, and we have a guest, Wendy Hausman. Wendy, welcome to the show. Thank you, and thank you for having me. So, Wendy is running for state representative. Um, let's see, District 65. District 65, and yes. Wendy, I met you at um, JP's hideout one night, and everything you said just was awesome. I think we have a lot in common with your values, and uh, mm -hmm. I'd like to jump out. My first question for you is, what event or moment made you decide to get into politics? Um, I had boy cousins that I grew up with, and they all told me that there was things girls couldn't do. <laughs> so I was like, well, then I'll become president and change that. And uh, they were like, they started laughing. And they're like, there's never been a woman president. And so I'm like, well, then I'll just become the first woman president. And that honestly, at five or six years old, got me started. And since then, I have just kind of like followed politics and I loved law. And so I went to college and studied political science, pre-law. And um, I went to college hoping that I would be someday be a legislator. So wow, that's, that's it's awesome. been a long time. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I met Wendy the first time at uh, SCCPA meeting out there at Magnus and Lake St. Louis. Oh. And Nick actually introduced us. I don't know if you remember that or not. Yes, I do. You know, just son with you, and yes, he's, he's, he's a tall kid. Tall yeah. kid. I uh, have two boys. Yeah, we're talking about it, and uh, so my question for you is in, in a in a wrong direction here. As a as a mother of five, because you have five kids, correct? Yes, I do. Um, how do you feel about everything that's going on right now with the school districts between the COVID policies, you know, the critical <laughs> race theory, and just all this indoctrination? You know, I, I would say five years ago, I would have a completely different perspective. But um, since COVID hit, it really opened our eyes to what's going on in our schools. My kids go to Ford Zumwalt, and I think we have been very blessed. And I think um, we've had good school boards, and we've had a great superintendent. And um, I think, you know, I was kind of protected. But I know in some of the other school districts, not so much. Um, mm -hmm. As a mom, I will protect my children first. And so when I see some of these school districts with like pornography in their schools, you know, that makes me sick. And um, I'll do anything I can to protect, you know, children from that, because I believe that is wrong. With CRT, I think that is very, very troubling. It's, it's a theory that, you know, some people disagree with, whether you agree or not, it's a theory. And so um, I just don't think that we should teach, you know, one theory, I think it should be facts. I and mean, I think that the theories should be plentiful so that we can, you know, draw a conclusion and let the children make up their own mind rather than um, indoctrination and tell children what to think. I think they need to learn how to think. Um, let me see, did I hit on everything or? Absolutely. Well, yeah, yeah, it's more about the indoctrination because like you're saying in the last five years, so much stuff has changed. Me and Alec are both far too young to have kids in schools and all that. So, I mean, just, just from like, I was talking about the SCCPA meeting, so much stuff was brought to life to me. I don't have any kids, but I went because Nick said, you know, if you're getting into podcasting, this is a very important hot topic right now. Absolutely. And I was shocked. I was shocked. Yes. Um, you know, we spoke there. Mm -hmm. I've had her numerous times, and she's just, she's a fighter. And it's she crazy. is. Yes. And I, I appreciate people like that. And that's what we need. You know, we need people 
from every different direction coming in and attacking this issue. Because it's not just a state level. It is just not, you know, school board. You know, parents do need to get involved. And the more parents get involved, the more people listen. And I think that's what happened is parents were getting involved in their schools because their kids were at home and they were having, you know, the classroom brought into their home. And so when parents had to pay attention, they're like, I can't believe some of the things that my kids are being taught. And so, you know, it really opened eyes. And I think it showed it showed a lot of us that we need to pay attention more as parents. I know I myself, you know, as one of them, I need to learn. I need to know, you know, is my kid learning, you know, what I want them and my values? Because, you know, I don't want them coming home with, you know, different views and values than what I, you know, put, you know, teach them. Absolutely. Um, would you say that hopefully, you know, when, when you win election, uh, that that would be in the top of your of your priorities once you get to Jeff City? Education? Would you say, oh, absolutely, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm very concerned about education. I think there's a lot of um, options that are out there for education, and I think parents are looking for lots of options. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, just I am very interested in seeing, you know, more what's out there because I think, Education should not be a sit in the classroom for seven hours because every kid can't do that. You know, I Mm -hmm. think some kids need to be more hands on. You know, some kids don't need to sit in a classroom for seven hours. Absolutely. That was me. (laughs) I feel that. And and, um, having five kids and they're all different. And so I know that, you know, I would hope that the future will, you know, give us more options in education for our, um, you know, for elementary and um, high school so I, I look for that. I definitely, you know, um, foresee that in the future. Absolutely. Would you think that it's, you know, the top five things that you would like to see change in Missouri right now? Like, yeah. what would you say, what would be your, your at least top three things that you would like to see happen, you know, under, you know, the re-elections and all these people in the new elections mm-hmm. and people working together? Now, I think we need stronger leadership. That's one of the mm-hmm. top things that I'm looking for um, because I think our leadership is kind of divided and especially being a Republican, like right now we have both houses. And so um, I see us starting to divide as a party and I think that's dangerous and we're calling each other names. I know it's the primary, so the primary does get a little nasty, but this was happening before the primary, before some people were you know, calling things. And so I think we need to kind of remember that we are legislators and that we need to act like legislators and stop calling each other names. Even if you disagree with someone, you have to respect them and, um, you know, give them the respect that they deserve as a legislator and start um, acting like legislators a little little more. I think um, I think we're overregulated. <laughs> And so as a legislator, that's one of the things that I'd like to see a little less of. I know with small businesses, I heard the governor, you know, talk about how through executive order, you know, he had, I believe it was like over 200 regulations that he was able to, um, you know, kind of stop just with executive order during COVID. Well, if we can live almost two and a half years without those regulations, can we live without them permanently? So, you right. know, that, that's, I think, a big thing that I would like to see is, you know, less regulations. Um, I'd also like to see our budget. I know that they spent, what, like $49 billion this year on their budget. Yeah. I'd like to see that, you know, do we need to spend that much? I know some of it was because of COVID. So we need to get some federal funds. But um, I think we need to be a little bit more um, conservative with our money. And I'd like mm-hmm. to see that, you know, I'd like to see less taxes any that way was- we can. That was going to be my next question for you, yeah. Lenny, because I saw that's one of your values yeah. is tax, taxes. 
mm-hmm. and uh, you want to stand strong yes. against burden tax and ta- burden taxpayers mm-hmm. and taxation practices. So that, right. that covers what you said. That covers that. I don't want I don't want to pay any more taxes than I absolutely have to. And right. um, you know, as a we had at one income a lot of our my life because I was a stay at home mom for a while. And so, um, you know, taxes are hard and, you know, every, mm-hmm. every, anything you can do to relieve, you know, your average person, I think we need to do. And sure. so as a, I, I just think of what would I want and how would I want my younger family, you know, being taken care of. And, and if I can lessen the burden of tax with taxes, less taxes, I, I think that's, you know, something that we should do. Absolutely. I think all three of us sitting here can agree that we want as much money in our pocket as we can keep. That's Absolutely. Uh, universally. Well, because growing up, my my father, um, he was not a Republican or a Democrat. He was very independent. And he, um, I said, Dad, I think I'm going to be a Republican when I grow up. And he said, why? And I said, because I want to be rich and I want to keep my money. And he said, I think mm. you're definitely Republican. So, mm. <laughs> I've kept that value. <laughs> I'm not rich, but I do like to keep my money. <laughs> so... So, Wendy, just one of the things that I think is really important for mine and Devin's audience is, is to, for our audience, is to understand how important local elections are. And mm-hmm. something that I think that is missed, uh, looked at is people don't pay as close to attention as local politics as they do federal politics. And I mm-hmm. think it's huge to have people on our show like you that are going to be running locally, because I think it's good to have that front or just have your name out there. And I think it's also good to, for people to be more open-minded to locally rather than federally. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think um, that's when I knock on doors, that's one of the things that people ask me is about our federal elections. Okay. And I have no control over that, but I have a little bit, like I will hopefully have a little bit more control on the state level, you know, me not personally, but I mean, I will have that. That's where my area is. But I also think that people need to focus how important, you know, local elections for like your alderman and your county council and your city council and your mayor and, you know, planning and zoning. You know, those are all, you know, central committees. Those are important elected positions that people, a lot of people don't even know about or understand how they work. And so I think that we need to bring more attention to what is available for your average citizen, and they should be serving on these things. Parks, you know, there's there's a park board, and, you know, that has to do with our parks, and they play such a huge role in St. Charles County. And I, mm-hmm. I just think that if people want to get involved, it's a lot easier to get involved with little things mm-hmm. because, you know, they play a huge impact, and you're going to see the effect, you know, Sure. immediately whereas me probably not gonna see what i do for a while and i'm looking at so your website i'm looking at your website and your community yeah, involvement. Sorry. i'm looking at your website and your community involvement i mean there's it's just so much that you're involved with i mean there's over it's almost 20 things that you're involved with which is awesome i mean this shows that you're getting your name out there and there's nothing but respect on my end for that absolutely thank you i think community has always been important and so it wasn't like I just decided, hey, I need to get out there and be in the community. It's just, you know, if I wasn't working or involved in church, then it was, you know, my kids' sports or, sure. you know, uh, uh, there's always been something. I've, in, in high school, even, I was really, really active. And it's just, it's who I am and it's a part of me. And so that's just what I do. That's awesome. 
So uh, can you like explain to us a little bit like what your district would be? Because I was looking at it, and it's a really big district. It is. So by miles, it, it correct me if I'm wrong. It's it's certain parts of O'Fallon and St. Peter's, but it runs all the way to West Alton, correct? Which is yeah. far away. You got Frederick Town, or uh, yeah, sorry, not Frederick Town, Washington, Sparks, St. Charles, West Alton. Well, there's five people in five miles some places out there. Yeah, so it's just wondering how the doorknocking is going in that. In that it's I haven't done a lot up in the northeast portion yet um, because I don't have a primary. You know, you're just pulling your party ballot. Um, and so basically, you know, you're going to pull your party, whichever one, you know, you, you go with. And so um, I haven't done a lot up up in the northeast portion, but it, go, it does go all the way from West Alton to 79. And then it drops down and then it goes into um, St. Peter's and it has a little tiny portion of O'Fallon. Um, and it goes into Cottleville by the college. And then oh, it's yeah, it mm-hmm. goes into Mid River Small Drive, goes up that way, and then, um, you know, up to the northeast portion. And I have all the northeast portion of St. Charles County, north of 70, except for the towns, Newtown, Old Town, and Frenchtown. So, wow. is that a whole separate district? Yes. So, Newtown oh. is, I believe, 106, and there are four individuals running for that seat. Really? So, yeah. I guess I just didn't see that in the map when I was looking at it, but because you know, Newtown's very big, and that you know that's that's a good portion. If that wasn't our district, that would be a good portion of your district right there. There's yeah. what fifteen to two hundred thousand, fifteen hundred to two thousand houses out there. It seems like oh yeah, I mean it's like a lot of houses, close to, to thirty-seven thousand people because that's what's in an average district. Yeah. Wow, so. that's crazy. Yeah, that is a lot of people. It is. <laughs> So, Wendy, I have another so, question. Or go on, Devin. I'm sorry. No, you, you go ahead. Um, this is more of a federal This so the federal question I have. The pressing issues right sure. now, which is the overturning of Roe, versus, Roe v. Wade and the Second Amendment uh-huh. rights. I was wondering if right. you could give our audience a stance of your view on these issues. Sure, sure, absolutely. Um, I am very much, um, you know, against abortion. I have five kids. I think life is important and it's valuable. And so, um, and, and I know that there's a lot of questions out there, you know, about women's rights. And as someone who, you know, studied women's studies, which is no longer, <laughs> I know, God. <laughs> you know, I think, um, you know, I, I always looked at, you know, the things that, you know, women have done and, and, and our accomplishments, you know, like when we got the right to vote and those things are slowly like not as important anymore. And we're not even being considered women. And so now we, you know, we have this, you know, abortion has been, you know, in Missouri, it's, it's almost completely illegal. And, um, you know, I think most people that I talk to, I feel mm-hmm. like they are, we're seeing abortion as two separate entities. Like I see a child, I see a life. I see a future, you know, a human being developing. Some people see it as just cells and they see it sure. as nothing. And so it's hard to try to convince a person that this, these cells are valuable. And so, you know, in the women's movement and, you know, and in college, you know, I was like, oh yeah, you know, that's, I don't, I want my rights protected. It's very important. But I think that as a little human being, we're supposed to protect those who can't protect themselves. And I, and I want to protect those little children. Um, I think that, you know, there's, you know, they're, they're saying that it's going against women. And I just think that we need to bring up our women, you know, as being more, worth more than that. And that our children are valuable. 
And that just because you have a child doesn't mean your life's over. And, um, you know, it means it's going to be a little different, but we can, you know, make work through it. And I think if we concentrate on, you know, how can we help women with children and how can we, you know, better and make the abortion decision a little bit um, harder, you know, so that you think of as life as, you know, not just a disposable thing. Because I think, I mean, look look at our communities. You know, we're, we have these shootings in the, in the high schools. You know, life is just not considered valuable. You know, we mm-hmm. have most of 40% of all abortions are done on black children. You know, we're, that's genocide on an, on a community. And so, you know, I hate that and it, it, it hurts my heart. And, but then whenever I, I, I say that to someone who is, who is pro-choice, you know, they, they are the opposite, you know, they're like, it's not a thing. It's, it's just cells. And I'm like, you know, I felt those cells move inside my body. I know what it feels like. And, um, they, they are human beings now. And so, you know, I, I think I can speak on that behalf. Sure. Wow. It's such a tricky subject. And we talked about this on our last episode and it's, it's totally different. We talked about on our last episode, how coming from a man's standpoint, is totally different than a woman's standpoint. And if it becomes much more than a religious, it becomes about a societal issue and it's the deprivation of, of life and the understanding that life is valuable. And I think it has to do with the downfall of society uniform. Because you talk, you just talking about the school shootings and, and abortion. You've heard of two completely different objects. As with us not teaching our kids that things in life are valuable and to respect people and that just that general societal downfall we've talked about and everyone in our bodies talked about. I would agree. Yeah. And as far as the, even going on to the second amendment, you know, you're talking about a protection of life. You know, I was, I was recently in Las Vegas and um, my daughter just got married there and we were in a restaurant and um, the police come in, we're just eating burgers. It was the um, in and out burger joint. And the police come in and I see a police officer and it didn't phase me at all. You know, I'm like, oh, they're coming in here for some prints, you know, some people. And I think of them as our protectors. And all of a sudden he just, the man, the police officer lowered his hands. I didn't know what that meant, but he was telling us to get on the ground. And so um, we were under the impression that there was an active shooter in that restaurant. And so, um, yeah, it was, it was a moment of, wow. (laughs) And I have never wanted my pistol <laughs> uh, uh. in my hand more than anything because I had my children with me. And I was like, okay, if um, this came down to, you know, me and a gunman, I wish I had my pistol. But, of course, I had traveled to Las Vegas, so I couldn't carry. But um, it made me even more, you know, appreciate that Second Amendment rights because the police – they're they're the police are um, overworked because they're you know the funding in some areas are are, are getting smaller and police officers mm-hmm. people don't want to become police officers anymore right and so you know we're, we have a shortage and so we're getting to the point where police officers can't show up as fast as you know they once did could and so we can't always depend on them even though they're amazing we have to defend ourselves and so I think that Second Amendment you know that's that's something I believe is is vital as Americans. It's in our constitution, which I hold very, very dearly. And so that's one thing that I will protect. You know, I, I feel very strongly about that. I just got back from Las Vegas in March. I went for my, my girlfriend's birthday and I felt the same way. I felt, I felt almost like 
naked in the form of not having my pistol defended. Yeah. Because it's, it's exclusively unknown territory, a little different like you're talking about. You know, you have it to protect, you know, your kids and, and your husband and all these things. And it just, it's just, it just feels weird, doesn't it? To be able mm-hmm. to not have to protect yourself. Yeah. You're putting your hands into, you know, the police officer's hands, which to some people is a comfortable status. Mm-hmm. To me, I like to take my own safety into my own hands and, and have that handgun. Right. We saw it happen in St. Charles the other day at the gas stations. Mm-hmm. Right. But a whole rampage was ended by a, a legal a legal licensed handgun owner. Yeah. So it's a great thing Missouri has these these laws in place. And, and the federal government's coming after them. And I'm so glad that, you know, we have an attorney general who is pushing back. So I'm, I'm mm-hmm. very, very thankful for that. And I hope that continues. If you that see that. Um, yeah. One was it 2018? Uh, I believe our, our buddy Nick and uh, um, he actually helped pass that bill that basically states that federal agents that are trying to force federal gun laws that are new are no and void in the state of Missouri and they would be yes. punished as a crime, which is an amazing bill. It's an amazing bill. Just as much as his heartbeat bill was an amazing bill. You know, we talk about Nick on our podcast. I'm sure you're rather fond of him too. I'm super yes. fond of him. Alex, super fond of him. Just a great guy to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yes, I like Nick. He's a he's a friend. <laughs> no, yeah, Wendy, I see. I mean, I, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say. Um, I know another one of your values is small businesses, and I think that's awesome mm-hmm. because, as all three of us know, small businesses is the backbone of our country. And I think after COVID, after COVID, and after the lockdowns, um, a lot of small businesses weren't able to stay open. And I think it's awesome that you're fighting for small businesses and supporting them. And so I just wanted to get that out to our audience that you are a big supporter of small businesses. Yes, I'm, I'm a member of all four chambers of, of commerce in St. Charles County. So I do know a lot of business owners and many of the people, you know, that are involved in businesses in throughout St. Charles County. And so, okay. um, you know, I saw firsthand when they were struggling. And I mean, they're still, you know, struggling, you know, with, with now our economy and trying to get products, you know, in their sure. businesses and and, um, you know, restaurants trying to, you know, get workers and, you know, all businesses are, are just struggling still. So, you know, I know we're a big, strong workforce development state. And so I, I hope to continue that. Um, I, I was um, one of the people who were on the executive committee to bring Build My Future to St. Charles County, which was, you know, helpful to try to get high school kids to learn about the trades. So Ooh, that was okay. like a big, a big project that I got to work on. And I, w- I was very blessed to, you know, be a part of that. Um, because I think it is important for um, we need more tradesmen. Absolutely, I think, I they don't push enough in school, do they? Um, now they are starting to. They really are are open to that. Um, hmm. I I was in a program called Vision, and so um, we had an idea of you know we need to get how can we get more high school kids involved in you know just knowledge because I think so many parents, myself included, um, we thought oh your kid has to go to college. And so, um, you know, we think, or they won't be successful. And that's not a true statement. Sure. <laughs> you know, we need, there are so many different things that kids can go into and they can be successful and they can, you know, make lots of money and be, you know, happy individuals without a college degree. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm very, very pro, you know, workforce development and um, the trades. Love that. Well, the bunch of tradesmen and I mean, it's a very successful way to, to build a career. You know, college is, is not a necessary thing. And, you know, I'm, I'm super glad that you were able to do that to push it to kids because, you know, my kids are freaking out because they're like, I don't want to go to college. I don't feel like I'm smart enough for college. And then they understand that, you know, running a crane, you can make 
$150,000 a year sitting right. in our kitchen crane all day. And I wish when I was in high school, they would have taught that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, they're getting better and they're they're working on that. And um, I'm seeing that. I mean, they. I was just so amazed because I, I kind of brought this idea to the schools. And because I have a lot of connections in the community, we were able to get a group of all the school districts to come together and say, hey, we have this idea to bring this trade show to St. Louis or to St. Charles County. And they were all on board and we had, you know, money. They were, you know, willing to put some money into it. And, you know, the community really came together and worked together. And so, I mean, it was a neat project to be a part of. And, um, you know, just how our Francis House School District worked on it and they kind of headed it up. But it was the entire community, the business community, the education, you know, people, everybody came together and it, it was it was it happened in April and the governor came and checked it out. So, I mean, it, it was a big deal. OK, um, I want to drop back to the CRT real quick. Um, I know there's something in the Westville School District recently within the past couple yes. months or something on a test. I'm not exactly sure what was brought up on the test. Do you know exactly what that was? I, I recall a little bit. Um, it had something to do with some, something about, it, it was describing an individual and it was kind of like a racist description. And it was mm. like, who would have that? Who, who would that be? And it was like, you know, had different people. Okay. And one was Republican. And so because it was like the person was making a racial statement, it must have been a Republican. Right. To my understanding, I and mean, I don't have it in front of me. And I, I that's yeah. from recall. But I think sure. it was something like that. So, something along lines of, if someone um, said something about all lives matter, this person would predominantly oh, vote yeah. for yeah. this race. Yeah, it was something along that lines. I haven't been able to find it. We talked about this a couple of times. And I can't find the actual test question online anymore. I think yeah. that it's been kind of buried in the internet. I'm sure I could spend hours and probably find it, but they pretty much pulled it off the internet as soon as it, as it got up for lawsuits. I think Nick may have it. He may have oh, it. I'm sure Nick does have it. I'm sure Lindy <laughs> has it as well. I'm sure uh, Amber as well with CCPA. I've been talking to her yeah. a little bit. Oh, yes. We're talking about reading her comments on Facebook and stuff, and it's just, uh, this, the, the whole organization is amazing. I could talk about it for hours. The stuff oh, that, yeah. that, post, that some people that work for Twitter Right. I mean, they're like camping out or something in the school district office finding this stuff. I have no idea how they're finding some of this stuff. It's amazing to me. Yeah. Which is exactly what we need, if you ask me. Well, I know, because so, now, like I said, before we trusted our schools and we had complete faith that what they were doing was right. But now that we've seen, no, they don't always make the best choice, you know, in, in my values. So, um, you know, we have to check on that. We have to watch out. So, so you, you were saying earlier um, with CRT, it really hasn't gotten into the Zumwalt districts, correct? Well, I'm not going to say that it's not. I'm sure it's there. Okay. But it hasn't been brought out in the open. Sure. But I'm sure it's there. Um, I okay. mean, I have great relationships with my kids' school and mm -hmm. with the principals and teachers, and I haven't personally seen it, so I don't want to say it isn't or it is because sure. it could be. But I'm okay. just saying that I knew I'm, I was really good friends with the uh, president of the uh, Zumwalt school board, and I know that if he knew anything about it, Mike Schweringham, he would have done mm -hmm. something because he's a, he's very much against it, and um, sure. he's a strong Republican. So, and he's running now for state representative as well. So, 
Oh, yeah, I heard about that. I can't, what district was it again? That would be 64. 64. Mm -hmm. So the neighboring to you, correct? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You got anything else, Alec? Yeah, um, Wendy, is there anything else you'd like to get out to our audience? Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think there's anything else. You guys hit a lot of good stuff. <laughs> and so, is there anyone that you're particularly looking forward to, to, uh, I guess, having a, a good, healthy relationship with in Jefferson City? Yeah, I mean, I would like to, um, I would like to be the one who is not afraid to meet with both sides. I think that it is good. Um, I grew up old school. I'm old enough to be your parents. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, I, I grew up like during the Bill Clinton era, you know, and, um, you know, before that, you know, Republicans and Democrats used to sit down, have a beer together, have dinner together, you know, and they agree to disagree. And I think we need to have a little bit more of that. And I'm hoping. Absolutely. And a lot of people say, oh, you're just dreaming. But I'm hoping that I can sit down with, you know, the Democrats and, um, you know, say, hey, you know, I know we disagree on things. I have friends who are Democrats, you know, and mm -hmm. we disagree on a lot of things. But you know what? We can come together and we can talk and we can say, you know, what's the what's the main issue here? You know, how can we somehow meet in the middle? And I think sometimes you got to do that. Absolutely. I think that's what's best for Missouri. I think that's what universal Missourians want is they don't want this left and right, you know, and, and this concept. They want to find something that we can meet in the middle on. And right. I think that I think that uh, that's very important. I kind of get the feeling that that's what you're getting at. Yeah, I, I mean, heavily, heavily agree with. It doesn't mean I'm gonna, you know, sway and go. Oh, okay, let's get rid of abortion, or let's, you know, let's. We want to have abortion in Missouri. No, but you know that those are the things that we can discuss and and try to, you know, come together. Is what can we agree on? We want to keep, you know, protect women's rights. I mean, that's kind of like what it boils down to. So, you know, where can we meet in the middle? You know, where can, is there something we can do? You know, we can't both win a hundred percent. So you got to come, you know, together a little bit. And so I think it's, and I think it's also about listening. You know, the biggest thing I get when I talk to people is they feel frustrated because no one listens, you know? And so I, I want to listen and I want to hear, and I'm open to listening. Now, granted, again, I'm going to have my, my values, you know, that some of those aren't going to sway, but I want to be reasonable. I want to have common sense you know, and, and kind of bring that to the table because sometimes I feel like the common sense is gone. And a lot of these things that they talk about, oh, absolutely. federal or state or even local, you're like, Where, where's the common sense? Like, that's just ignorant, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like to hopefully bring a little bit of common sense. It seems like that that's something that is, that is definitely going to happen. Um, you know, like you talked about earlier, the, the no name calling, you know, that's something that I definitely agree, you know, that if you're going to meet the mail and you're going to have conversations about things, people are less willing to have that conversation, I'm assuming more so in politics, if you're going to be slandering their name and all that stuff. Right. So people don't understand that. They just think that, you know, politicians are just throwing stuff at each other, trying to win, yeah. get the upper hand. And I don't, I don't feel that from a lot of our candidates right now, you know, including you. I feel like that you're very capable of going in and, and doing the things that, especially your constituents want, because your district is obviously majority a, a Republican district, correct? It's yes. a lot of farmland and a lot of all that. So it's about fifty-seven percent Republican. Oh, oh really? I thought it'd been a little higher than that. Mm -mm. No, the more west you go, the more Republican. But the the oh, really? east you go, it's a little bit more Democrat. So, mm -hmm. that's the city. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, one day we end up in. I I have nothing else. I think we hit off on everything I I wanted to. Awesome. And uh, I really appreciate you coming on, Wendy. It's a pleasure, and uh, I'm sure me and Devin will see you see you at Rotary again uh, next fun. month. I'm excited to see you guys. Cause we we one thing we would like is more young people and um, absolutely you know, that's, that are interested in you know getting involved and and that's that's we're excited because we were talking about you guys last night. So hopefully you guys will be able to come and join us. Oh. We've got some exciting things for the future. So we'll see where we can go with that. Awesome. Thank you again, Wendy, for coming on. Thank you, Jim. Well, thank you both. Have a good rest of your week. You too.